are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked On rooms. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. Hey, I am Jeff Garcia, your host for today, and that's just a few more days away until the NBA draft. Who will be the new guy wearing silver and black? We don't know yet. We'll definitely find out when the uh, Spurs are on the clock out in Brooklyn, New York. But until then, the Spurs can also bring in a new guy or guys via free agency, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. No, we're not going to throw out the same names you've been hearing, John Collins or Lori Marketing. We're going to be looking at others. Other free agents that could be flying under the radar and could provide the Spurs some help next season. Or is it like my guest says, we're digging into the bargain basement at uh, the dollar store. I think that's what we're doing. Are, are we doing that, Joe? Uh, Joe, are we actually going to the bargain bin right now? I think we're going to the clearance section in the dollar store, Jeff. This is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> he is Joe Garcia. He's with Two Shots Podcast. And... He's been MIA on Lockdown Spurs, but he's back. Joe, where have you been? I've been on vacation, man. I've been spending time with uh, family. I had my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew visiting um, from Maryland. Haven't seen them in over two years because of the pandemic. So they've been here for three weeks. And after they left, I started my vacation. So I've been gone for a week enjoying some, you know, sun and surf over in Port Aransas at the condo, the beach condo for over the last week. So I got a nice tan, Jeff. I don't know if you can see, but I got a little bit more brown than usual. <laughs> hey, hey. So so you're you're refreshed. You're ready to go then. Is that what you're saying? I don't know if I'm ref- I'm refreshed. Am I ready to go? I don't know. We'll find that out really quick here. See if I still remember some of the, the names of the players. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, as you heard at the beginning, um, you know, John Collins, Laurie Marketing, you know, those are the usual two names you hear a lot among Spurs fans, like, oh, we're going to go after John Collins. Look, Atlanta doesn't look like he's going to keep him. Laurie Marketing, he's a restricted free agent. You, you hear it left and right, but there's other guys out there. It's not just them that the Spurs can realistically, realistically bring in, and um, that person will help the Spurs next season. So, Joe, what we're going to do, I'm going to give you just two or three names that are in the 2021 NBA free agent pool. You tell me whether it's good, whether it's bad, bring them on, stay away. Uh, well, you know how it goes, Joe. So we're not going to be talking about Kawhi Leonard. I know that breaks your heart, Joe. We're not going to be talking about Kawhi. Yeah. You want to see him back in the Spurs uniform, don't you? Hey, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I wouldn't be opposed to it. If he came back, <laughs> I think a lot of Spurs fans would welcome him back with open arms because, again, we've missed the playoffs for the last two years. He instantly makes your team better. But realistically, can we afford him? Probably not. Probably not. All right. Let's dive right into it here. And um, Spurs lack three-point shooting. We know that. You know, they're they're one of the worst three-point shooting teams last season. A free agent out there that can get you them buckets away from the uh, paint. He is Doug McDermott, Indiana. Small for 29 years old, going into his now his eighth season in the league. Joe, he's an unrestricted free agent. Continuing on, let's look at some of his stats. If the Spurs want to pursue that route, we know he can shoot the ball. They, his nickname was what Dougie Buckets or McBuckets or something like that. Um, Joe, do you think he is a player the Spurs could look at and realistically get into a Spurs uniform? 
I think he's worth a, a, a hard look. Actually, I was he's a player that I had on my radar, too. I have him pulled up right here on my list of players uh, prior to the show. Um, so I was comparing him with Rudy Gay. So we have to assume, let's say, we, we lose Rudy Gay to free agency. How are we going to be able to replace him? You look at Doug McDermott. They have similar stats. Doug McDermott averaged 13.6 points a game. He's mm-hmm. averaging 3.3 rebounds, 1.3 assists. And he's a good, you know, got a good midi game, you know, field goal shooting, uh, 53.2%. His three-point shooting prowess is a little bit better uh, than one. Well, yeah, by by percentage points, it's a little bit better than uh, Rudy Gay's at 38.8%. And he's a good free throw shooter, 81.6%. So you kind of like, uh, you know, his stat line. However, right. we got to take into consideration how well would he fit in with this Spurs system? You know, that's the thing. You know, I mean, he is a veteran. And the thing is, in free agency, you don't want to overpay for your veterans. You know, veterans are an instrumental part uh, to any team's success. And we've seen the Spurs make some big mistakes in the past with one Paul Gasol. And we don't want to see that happen again. So you got to err on the side of caution. And and definitely Doug McDermott, he's on my radar and worth a look, uh, in my opinion, Jeff. Yeah, there's something that's concerning is he had a drop-off, a considerable drop-off in three-point shooting uh, from the 2019-20 season to last season. He went uh, from 43% in 2019-20 to last season at 38% or 39% if we're rounding up. But – his field goal percentage overall just skyrocketed. He shot uh, 53% last year. That was a, a career high for uh, McDermott. I, I, Joe, I like this. I think this could be one of those under-the-radar moves that the Spurs can do. Uh, look, they got a lot of money. I'm pretty sure he's not going to break the bank. He's not going to be looking for a max deal or a near max, so yay. Uh, Joe, I, I really like this pickup. He's he's still young. Uh, you know what? Uh, he's about 29 years old. He's entering the prime, quote-unquote, of his uh, years in the NBA. You mentioned he's a veteran, seven years in the league. Forget he, We forget, too, he was a number 11 overall pick in 2014. So he was he was a lottery pick. A first-round pick, yeah. So. Yeah, he was, he was a first-round pick, yeah. He's not going to break the buck. He's not going to break the bank. That's, that's a good thing. Uh, you look at what he uh, earned uh, last season. Uh, I believe his base salary was $7.3 million. And yeah, I don't. I think this is an affordable player that the Spurs can go after and address outside shooting, Joe. I think so. I think he might be an upgrade over one Rudy Gay. Um, that's just my opinion. But again, we don't know how well he'll fit in with the Spurs system. It always takes you know players about a season or two to fully integrate uh, with the San Antonio Spurs system. But definitely a player you want to pull the trigger on, especially if he comes cheap. Jeff, that's the key. Cheap. <laughs> yeah. Cheap is, and again, you know, even if he wants a, a, a pay in, uh, bump and pay, excuse me, it's not going to break the Spurs bank. It's not going to do that because, you know, he's not, you know, an all-star. He's he's not, you know, a megastar or, or a budding all-star. He's just going to come in and know his role and his role likely to be open that space, knock down outside shots and do what he's been doing for quite some time. Joe, let's go and go to our second guy we're going to throw out there and see if you think you agree if the uh, Spurs should bring him in or not. And that is free agent Montrez Harrell. Uh, Joe, 
the Spurs sometimes need energy. They need hustle. They need hustle guys out there. And, and last season we saw that sometimes there really wasn't that extra boost. There wasn't that extra gear. Montrez is that. He is a ball of energy. Uh, you know, he but he plays a power forward spot. He's still relatively young at 27 years old, I believe. And again, could come cheap. But Joe, he'll give you the defense. Probably won't give you that offense. He'll give you those hustle offense, hustle points. Joe, what do you think about uh, Montrez? This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room to watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, react to big news or rumors. You can find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL platforms. Look, I'll be joining the app soon. Once I get started, I'll let you know. Go download the free Green Room app right now. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL group for all the latest league updates. I know you'll find tons of incredible rooms. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know once Lockdown Spurs is live. Download Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Oh, in today's game, you got to shoot a three, Jeff. You know, unfortunately, that's not part of his repertoire. Uh, I think for his career, he's averaging something like 8.3% from beyond the arc. Uh, 2021 season, I I think he didn't even attempt a three because he's at 0.0% from beyond the arc. Uh, However, you know, his points per game, as far as production goes from the offensive end, is pretty average. You know, he's at... 13.5 13.5 points per game. Probably most mm-hmm. of those points are coming point blank, you know, underneath yeah. the rim. Hustle. They're hustle yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. Put backs, you know, just, you know, kind of mustering his way in there and, you know, getting those easy buckets. Um, field goal percentage, 62.62.2%. Rebounds, uh, 6.2 a game. So, you know, you kind of like his inside game. He's going to be an inside presence. Uh, that's for sure. The, the, the question is again, Jeff, are we going to be able to get him at a, a bargain basement price, you know, cause he is young. He's, he's still what? 29 years of age, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still young. Yeah. So he's still got, you still uh, got a lot of game left in him. Um, so I don't know, man, if, if you, the price is right. Sure. Why not? You know? Sure. Absolutely. You, we, we look at Montrez and you know, you think like, okay, maybe it'll just be not the three and D guy that the Spurs need. Uh, you know, if they're going to get a, uh, a small forward power forward that's going to do it all on the perimeter, you 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 got to get yourself a 3 and D guy. I don't think he's it, Joe. I think the Spurs should pass. Let's give, we'll give out another name that's out in free agency, and that is Robin Lopez. Joe, sometimes the Spurs, not sometimes, as of right now, they do need help in the middle. Uh, outside of Yaka Pertle, as of now, it's a drop-off. Again, no knock on Drew Eubanks or Lucas Samanich, but he needs help, and as much as Yaka Pertle gives you enough defensively, offensively is where he struggles. Now, look at Robin Lopez. He is 33 years old. He's 13 years in the league, Joe. Last season played with Washington. Uh, shot 63% from the field. But again, those are at point blank range. 
28% from the three-point line, 15, no, I'm sorry, nine points per game. Joe, your thoughts on uh, Robin Lopez? Uh, the only issue that I have with them is he's going to have to come dirt cheap if you're going to want him in a silver and black uniform. He's getting up there in age already. You know, he's a savvy veteran. He's 33 years old. Uh, I know Spurs fans are always clamoring about the age of said veterans and how they look a little methodical out there and slow. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of going to be Robin Lopez's role, you know, probably giving you some limited minutes. Um, but again, Jeff, I don't know how I'm feeling about him uh, getting up there in age. I'd probably have to take a pass. The only way I would consider it is if he's going to take a steep pay cut. Yeah. And, and I think the Spurs can do better in, in, in uh, dressing the big man department, whether it be in the draft, whether it be a guy like Kai Jones or, or the kid, um, Euro kid, uh, Sengun. You know, I think they can address the middle in a different way or maybe just look outside of Robin Lopez that maybe a different big out there, you know, whether it be um, a guy that we're going to talk about now sticking with the center uh, discussion. And that is Jarrett Allen out of Cleveland, Joe. He's a restricted free agent, so the Spurs may have to give some bucks to him. But he's exactly the, what the Spurs could use in the paint, a bouncy big, a defensive guy. He can run. He's still young. He's 23 years old. He's just finishing up his fourth season in the league. Again, Joe, he is a restricted free agent. Your thoughts on Jared Allen? I'm looking at his stats right now. I mean, Kids putting up 12.8 points a game, you know, 10 rebounds, which is big. You know, that's a double-double right there. Um, mm -hmm. Averaging 1.7 assists, a good mid-range game, 61.8% as far as his field goal shooting. Three-point shooting, 31.6%. Free throws, 70.3%. Kid's not bad at all. You know, if given his age and his position, he's 6'11", uh, he, his position is center. Uh, he plays center. so. I don't know. I would take the take a hard look at this kid. Still got a lot of game left in him. Uh, if mm -hmm. you can get him at the right price, Jeff, uh, what would you do? Would you rather say goodbye to one Drew Eubanks and, and go ahead and go after Jared Allen? <laughs> you know, maybe somebody's yeah, got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he's probably going to command a lot of money. I can see it now. Um, you know, he is a good center. He is a good big man in this league. Um, the Spurs are going to have to provide some sort of actual value, whether that be in making an offer that poisons Cleveland or maybe a sign and trade. That could be a scenario out there. You know, DeMar DeRozan, we know that, but will DeMar DeRozan be okay going to Cleveland where they're uh, just in the position they are with the Spurs, not really uh, in the playoff, at least perennial playoff realm. Uh, I, I really think that Cleveland is probably going to want to keep him, but I don't think they're going to want to, pay him big bucks moving forward i'm pretty sure he's gonna get a lot of suitors uh, and uh, you know he, he's just a guy to keep an eye on I, I think jared allen is exactly the type of big the spurs need moving forward joe um are we knocking too much on yaka purtle because when you think about it we have purtle in, in uniform but is it just the fact that his his offensive end is just just suspect you know that's putting it lightly this is the thing, Yanka Portal, you know, has become a fan favorite. You know, fans love Yanka Portal out there on the court, you know, and he's exciting at times, but he's very methodical in his game plan as far as him being just what is the stereotypical center from 
let's say a, a couple years ago. Let's go back almost a decade, eight years ago. Jakob Portal would have been what you want in a big man. In today's game, not so much. You know, he's going to give yeah. you some minutes. He's going to go ahead and, and and block some shots. You know, and he can he can be good. You know, at times he can play. You know, you know the give and go games. You know that he plays so well. Maybe coming off a pick. You know. Uh, but the thing is, he's not very consistent when it comes to the offense. And unfortunately, in today's game, you have to be able to score in order to keep up with everybody else. And right now, we're seeing that the Spurs, they don't have that offensive punch. They need to actually break on through and, and let's say, oh, you're going to be a solid six seed. You know, they're still scraping the bottom of the barrel and always on the outside looking in over the last two seasons. Uh, at some point in time, you're going to have to kind of upgrade and get get in, in line with what everybody else is doing. And unfortunately, I don't think Yanka Portal kind of fits that that monocle, that role right now. So right. we, we might be looking for an upgrade, Jeff, if we can get somebody that is going to yeah. be in at the right price. Yeah, and look, again, you know, Jakob does magnificent things on the defensive end, just offensively is where he's very limited. But we'll see what the Spurs do when it comes to addressing the big man department. Finally, Joe, let's uh, wrap this segment up of Locked On Spurs, looking at some other free agents not named Collins and Marketing, and that is Reggie Jackson. I know what you're going to say. We got lots of guards. We got lots of guards. But there is a train of thought among Spurs fans that maybe the Spurs really don't have a lot of guards as far as depth is concerned. Those that are signed, sealed, and delivered moving forward, you know, as far as under contract, you know, all they got is really DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, and Derek White. And that's about it. That's all they got. So, Did I get include Patty Mills? Oh, well, um, no, because under contract. <laughs> okay. Under contract. Oh, and also throw in uh, Trey Jones, excuse me. Okay. So, yeah. So you got those four. Now, Jones is probably going to be last man on the total pole in that department. Okay. So as far as moving forward as right now that are under contract, and that's where we're not adding up Patty Mills, you know, you, you, you're going to start, uh, you, you know, Derek and DeJounte are going to get the start. Lonnie's coming off that bench. But what about Reggie Jackson? Uh, played last year with the Clippers. He is an unrestricted free agent. He's 31 years old, Joe. 10th year uh, in the league, all but wrapped up. Let's go to look at uh, some of his numbers, Joe. And, and look, I get it. A lot, of, a lot of people are thinking like, well, lightning in a bottle. He had himself a good run with the Clippers. And yeah, he did. But last season averaged about 10 points per game, close to 11. 2.5, uh, I'm sorry, 2.8 rebounds per game. 43% from the three-point line, 43% shooting, and 45% overall. Joe, your thoughts on uh, Mr. Jackson? Well, my thoughts on Mr. Jackson is he's not getting paid nearly enough for what he does. Brent Forbes is getting paid more than Reggie Jackson right now. Uh, Brent <laughs> Forbes is like at two mil, three hundred ninety-five thousand. Uh, Reggie Jackson's at two million, three hundred and thirty-one thousand. That's a travesty. He's, he's putting up better numbers than Bryn Forbes. And actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Reggie Jackson uh, in a silver and black uniform. I, I'd welcome over. I'd welcome him over here with the San Antonio Spurs, Jeff. I, I think he might be able to, to help us out. So I, I, I like it. Yeah, he, he is just, you know, that never die, you know, dog, you know, going to the rim, 
plays with energy, plays with passion. You saw it in the playoff run for the Clippers before they got bounced, Joe. But at the same time, you know, he's entering his 10th, well, now his 11th year. You know, he, he's in the prime of his career right now. He's entering it. So he's not like he doesn't have a lot of years left on, on him. He does. But Joe, do you think maybe those minutes should be given to Trey Jones? Bill Bar, hey, celebrate the freedom of choice. Did you know that Bill Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone, whether it be coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, the list goes on and on. And hey, look, I get it. Sometimes you can't make up your mind. Good thing for you is that Bill Bar has the mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Now, not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy for you too. Uh, about 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 45 grams of sugar, and only 45 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today, get the grasshopper cookie, yeah, you heard me right, or raspberry, or whatever you like. Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's pretty cool. Go to Bilt.com and get yourself 15% off your order. That's built.com for 15% off at built.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why are you going to wait in line? Why are you going to talk to somebody behind a computer? You have a computer. Just go to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't go spending up to 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers online for 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. They got everything you can think of, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. That's the, the conundrum we're always in. You know, we've seen what happens when you start giving minutes to some of these younger players. While it is great uh, that they get that experience, Spurs fans see what's happening out there on the court. And that's a lot of growing pains. And like I keep saying, it's going to hurt. You know, when you when you want to go ahead and give minutes to your younger core, it's going to hurt because in order for them to get better, they're going to have to make mistakes. And I'm, like I told you, I was fine with losing as, as long as we see growth. If the Spurs want to go, you know, younger, I'm fine with that. But expect to lose more games. You know, it's, it's going to hurt. So if you want to have that instant win mentality you're gonna have to add some of these uh savvy veterans to the mix and that might uh come at the cost of uh dialing back the minutes of some of the younger core you you gotta play a very uh careful game with this the with the balancing act you know with the minutes and your your younger core and your vets i mean if if it works out to where we're back into the playoffs again i'm happy if we miss the playoffs again and we see that the younger core is growing I'll be happy either way, but I, I kind of want to get back to the playoffs, Jeff. I'm not going to lie, so <laughs> let's do what we can do. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Joe, uh, Reggie Jackson shot a career high, career high, 43% from the uh, three-point line last year. So just something to keep an eye on if the Spurs want some shooting from the perimeter. He is Joe Garcia. He's with the Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. 
And we're welcoming him back here on Lockdown Spurs. He's been away far too long, Joe. Don't ever do that again, Joe. I got to have some downtime, Jeff. I got to recharge. We're, we're getting older, man. So I'm waiting for you to go on vacation, actually. Never. That'll never happen. <laughs> All right. Joe, well, since you've been away for a while, you know, busy with family and friends and entertaining and traveling in Texas and all that good stuff, let's catch you up with some Spurs news that you may have missed. And by the way, everybody listening right now, if you disagree or agree with Joe or myself regarding these uh, free agents that we just threw out there randomly to see if they can fit, uh, let us know, Joe, how they can uh, let you know on Twitter. Yeah, you can get with me at Two Shots Podcast, and it's all spelled out. Just TWO, Two Shots Podcast. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I'll be happy to talk with you about anything going on in the world of sports. Joe, let's catch you up with some news that you may have missed. The Spurs continue to work out several players ahead of the NBA draft. Yesterday, we unlocked on Spurs. We talked about Alperin Singun, so we'll skip him for now. But recently... I found out through uh, some uh, contacts that I have that the Spurs worked out Providence guard David Duke Jr. In addition, they looked at Virginia's big man, Jay Huff. They also worked out Maryland guard Aaron Wiggins uh, recently in San Antonio. Joe, again, it seems to be the Spurs are looking at a lot of guards, although there's been a sprinkle of big men uh, recently. But what does that tell you? Does that tell you that maybe they're already locked in on who they're going to get at number 12 and already focusing on number 41? How do you, how do you assess all this guard-heavy workouts? Again, the Spurs are going to – I think what they're going to wind up doing is they're going to get the best, best available player at that 12th spot, whether that be a guard or whether that, gonna be, whether that will be a power forward, you know, a small forward – shooting guard, point guard, they're going to get the best available players. So I think it's smart for them to to work out as many players ahead of the NBA draft as possible. That way you can kind of gauge the landscape a little bit better. Um, at this point, I know that Spurs fans want the Spurs to address the need, but, but I think uh, that's not going to be the case. I think they're going to go and get the best available player at that 12th spot, and we'll just see what happens. Even that, Even though that might be Another guard, Jeff, unfortunately, to the dismay of many Spurs fans out there. Well, right. Well, the good news is, is that you could probably stash that guard with the Austin Spurs, considering that, you know, if they want to give more run to trade journals next year. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting to see where they're looking at, what they're gauging, what area of the floor are they looking at? A lot of these guys are three and D guys. So that's good. So at least the Spurs know they need to get help in that department. We'll see what happens in a few short days. Can you believe the draft is right around the corner, Joe? It's yeah, right around I'm the corner. On the it's 29th. Like, so you're ready. It's, it's eight days away. Eight days away. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I think it'll be exciting. Especially you're with the Spurs be being midnight oil over there on the East Coast, though, Joe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be pretty bad. But, you know, they got a 12 pick. It's a deep draft. It's going to be exciting. Hey, speaking of picks. Joe, what do you think about the uh, 2019 uh, Spurs draft pick, Keldon Johnson, number 29, now with Team USA, the big boy club, not Team Select. He's not going back to San Antonio because camp's over in Vegas. He is part of the Tokyo squad. Joe, what have you been seeing out of Keldon Johnson playing with Team USA? Well, pretty much what we've seen him do here with the San Antonio Spurs, you know, go out there and just ball, you know, and I, it was amazing to me in his first game with Team USA, they, that he was able to put up 
the stats that he did. And he had like 15 points. He had a couple couple of blocks, I believe, steals. I mean, he had a good all-around game. You know, he contributed to the team in, in a big way. And I think a lot of fans that didn't know the name of Keldon Johnson do know who he is now. And he's not Absolutely. getting in just because Coach Pop is the head coach of One Team USA. Coach Pop uh, probably suggested they get Keldon Johnson because of his play and look at what he was able to do in his first game with Team USA. So I'm very excited to see what he's going to do moving forward as the Olympics are are set to begin this week. And speaking of the Olympics, might as well talk about that. There is uh, a news report that went out yesterday that there's still a chance that the Olympics can be canceled altogether because athletes overall over in Tokyo are starting to get the coronavirus. Um, recently, Team USA shut down Zach Levine before they left to Tokyo because he tested positive. Joe, your thoughts? You know, you got Popovich going out there. You got Keldon going out there. Where do you stand? You, you, I mean, they're going fanless. There'll be no fans at any Olympic um, event, not even at the at the welcoming ceremonies this uh, this weekend. Yeah, it's what funny do you stand on this, it. Joe? Do you think they should just call the day? You know, or maybe just move? I, I don't know. It's uh, to me, it's just they're in too deep already. It's kind of funny you're asking me this question because I just talked to one of my good friends uh, who lives in Japan as by the name of goes by the name of Taro Katani, who is also mm-hmm. the number one Spurs fan from Japan. He's a big Spurs fan. Um, and we were talking about that and the COVID situation over in Japan right now is not good. You know, they are, are kind of, you know, have their citizens on lockdown. You know, they don't want everybody wow. going out, hanging out. Um, they don't even serve you know, alcohol at the bars, there was, those are all closed. Um, and you're just seeing, you know, the spread of COVID um, because a lot of the, let's say, population has not been fully vaccinated yet. They hope to have their half of the population fully vaccinated by sometime in November, October. But until then, you're still seeing a lot of restrictions. Basically, all the athletes are in a bubble right now. And as if you, as we have seen, even if you're vaccinated, you're in a bubble atmosphere, you still uh, have a chance of coming down with, you know, COVID. So I don't know. We're going to have to see how things pan out. But I don't know, Jeff, uh, canceling the Olympics due to COVID uh, is a very real possibility. And another thing I'd like to add is that the beds over there at the Olympic uh, Games for, for the mm-hmm. athletes are made out of cardboard of all things, man. If you go on Twitter and you look it up, you're going to see it started a, a big social media trend where they even have <laughs> one athlete jumping up and down on the cardboard bed to test it out, to test its strength. And it Are held they up. Strong? So they, they look strong. I mean, the guy was jumping up and down on the bed and you, you got to check it out on social media. It's quite funny what, what they're saying about the beds. I don't want to say it right here because I'm, I'm sure this is a family show, but go and check I it know out. Where you're going with this. I know it's where you're funny. going with this, Joe. Close. <laughs> Shut your ears, kids. Joe's going all crazy now. <laughs> no, I'm not, not going to go crazy on Lowe's, but go, go check it out for yourself. It's funny. Yeah, but, you know, you just hope that, you know, Popovich, he's definitely in that age range where uh, if he does contract it, that's, like, pretty bad for those. Uh, and, and like I said, that's old, 70 or older. He's definitely in that. You know, during, before they left to uh, Tokyo, he was on record in, in the conference call saying that, Team USA is doing all they can to prevent it. Because I remember the people, some of the players are getting this out in Las Vegas. You got to wonder 
is Nevada okay? You know, is Las Vegas okay? Because they were canceling games. Two, I think they canceled one game. They um, they shut down Zach Levine. One player left because he got sick. A couple of other players on Team Select they got sick. And now you're hearing this in the in Tokyo that it's it's getting pretty bad out in Japan. Worse than you know that um, the initially thought. But yeah, I mean, to me, I think the Olympics they're just too too deep in already now. You, you can't look back now. Uh, yeah, but you can't man, look back you, now. You can't look back now. All right, we're done talking. We caught up, Joe, with some Spurs news and notes. We want to hear from you. Joe, tell us about Two Shots Podcast. Well, we got some good stuff coming out. I'm going to be interviewing my good friend, Taro Katani from Japan, uh, getting his thoughts about Team USA and, of course, Keldon Johnson, and seeing if he can tell us a little bit more about what's going on as far as the Olympic Games over in Tokyo, Japan. So hopefully he can also give me some pics and videos of the um, actual facilities that the players are going to be uh, playing in over there. So that's going to be interesting. Look for that to drop later on this week. That's that's, that's a cool. That's going to be a very unique show. You know, uh, somebody that's in Japan cited the Olympics to give you uh, their thoughts on what's going on pretty much in ground zero, if you will. So yeah. uh, everybody be listening to Joe's show coming up soon. Uh, speaking of shows and the NBA draft, yeah, locked on. NBA Network is getting you ready. The Locked On Mock Draft is up and running. I believe by now it's already out who the Spurs, or in this case, Locked On Spurs, selected on behalf of the Spurs in this mock draft at number 12. Go check it out right now. It's live and underway. So, yeah, starting, uh, well, now, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is underway. Featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough, our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. Joe, don't ever leave us uh, hanging like this again, Joe. How dare you? Yeah, I'll try not to, man. But <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta jet on out of here pretty soon because uh, my daughter's already begging me to drop her off at work. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and let Joe go. He has daddy duties to take care of. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're gonna put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Mm-hmm.